Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faithwork and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faithwork Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. Welcome to Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faith Work, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yes, we will be there at all. 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 Yes, we will be there at Hallelujah. It will be as someone in Hallelujah. Amen. It will be as a white. And I. Yeah, it's painful, but it is for our good. Even when the opportunity was there for him to even escape, to even say something for himself, he said, I'm willing to die. Hallelujah. But what you have to do, instead of wearing black, you have to at least appreciate what he has done. Because he gave himself up to be beaten, to be ripped, to be insulted. And that is a painful part of it. Hallelujah. I have a video I want you to watch. Just to give you an idea of what the cross did. The things Christ has to suffer for us to sit here today. So that when you come to Christ, you don't take him for granted. Hallelujah. You see, when you see in the full video, this is just an act of but in reality, it was worse. Hallelujah. It was worse. But one thing God said that also amazed me. See, it pleased God. 
bruising. Wow. How many of us are, are pleased to see this? <laughs> but God says, it pleases me. And people just take this grace for granted. And do you think it, it, will, it will not please God to put us in a lake of fire? If you take this for granted. Hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53. That's from verse 1. Isaiah 53, verse 1. I'll say. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised. And we did not esteem him. Surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet he esteemed him stricken. Smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Just because of you. Hallelujah. I know say you're my but trust me. Because of you, he's able to sacrifice one person. That's why it was easy for him to just kill any other nation and leave the people of Israel alive. That's how God is. Hallelujah. Because you may ask yourself, why would God want to do this? He's the almighty God. And if you want to save man, he should just come and save people. Why do you have to subject somebody to this kind of thing? Why? One thing you have to understand is this. God believes in spiritual protocols. Hallelujah. He believes in what? Spiritual protocols, it may, it may not make sense. And normally doesn't make sense. Because spiritual things are foolishness. First Corinthians 2.14 is there. Spiritual things may seem funny. Because Simple. But it doesn't work like that. When Adam and Eve sinned, they planted a seed of sin and their blood were under a curse of sin. And we've learned here say, patterns in the bloodline. Because we all came from Adam, you can't stop sinning. Very difficult to, to stop sinning. And in as much as sometimes you try, you still cannot. Because it is in your DNA. Your, your grandparents did this to us. They disobeyed God. And every disobedience of God comes.
comes along with a certain curse. And Adam took this in the blood and he to take another blood for redemption. Hallelujah. That's said, don't take the blood of Jesus for granted. Don't at all. And God says, he pleased me. Wow. So why didn't Jesus come during Moses' time? Why? <laughs> why didn't he come even during Elijah's time? But he came at a time where people were not even expecting he arrived. Why? Because in the law, Let's go to Hebrews chapter 9. Let me teach you some few things then. We go back. This I can see the reason why Christ has to die this way. Hallelujah. Hebrews. And know this. Who wrote the, who wrote the book of Hebrews? <laughs> All right. Let's start from verse 1. It's very long, but let's listen. Then indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. What was the first covenant? The covenant God had with Moses and God's people and the law. Hallelujah. Or see, even that, it has some ordinance and divine something. Something that has a spiritual connection. Hallelujah. Two, for a tabernacle was prepared. The first part, which is the lampstand, the table, and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And behind the second veil, the part of the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pots. That had the manna, Aaron's rod, that budded, and the tablet of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory, overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things, we cannot speak in detail. Hallelujah. As we cannot speak, because it's, it has a deep spiritual connection where it cannot even explain, even in detail. Hallelujah. The reason why Christ didn't come during the time of Moses was he was supposed to show us some few things. How dirty our transgressions are and how sinful we are. He brought the law. So the law can expose our sinful nature and how wicked we are. Hallelujah. Verse 6. Now when these things had been thus prepared, the priest always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The Bible belongs to you. Highlights people's sins committed in ignorance. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 8. 
The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. From here, let me explain. Because of the sinful nature of man, because Adam caused all of us to sin, for the first time, a brother killed his own brother out of jealousy. Hallelujah. And it went on, even to the point that even he himself, he knew that after killing his brother, what somebody might meet him and even what? Kill him. Right? So God was looking for ways so that man, he loves man so much that he didn't want to see man always in sin. Because the sin is in your blood. It's in that. Hallelujah. So what did he do? He said that it through the same blood. So there was a priest in a tabernacle, or what we call the sanctuary, where you go to the holy place, you go and perform some sacrifices and some rituals or divine rituals for people and for their sins. Hallelujah. Then there is another chamber that is called holies of holies where not any priest you know the first holy place that a priest can go but to the holiest of holies you need a higher priest who goes there once a year and if the person goes there do you know what happens the person must be very pure you should enter the holiest of holies without blemish that place is like heaven just like God says that you can't enter heaven with sin. So was the holiest of holies. In two quarters, the robe, Asher, the high priest, and I don't mind it. Because rescue no. What a call, no bedding. You die. Wow. God is very fearful. Because we don't see God in your bad near misbehaving. Go to the mosque and see if they will do that. Hallelujah. The holiest of holies, so pure. And the person will just go, or sit not without blood. You go there with blood. Sacrifice. Once a year. You know why? Because God did not want to see man in a state of sin. And we've learned here that blood is the highest form of sacrifice. Highest form. If you want to be powerful, you need blood. Everything, blood, blood, blood. Hallelujah. So this man will go. Higher priest will go. He will atone the sin for, for God's people. And it could not take away the sins of man. Hallelujah. Verse 9. But see, it was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to conscience. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
concerned only with food and drinks, various washings, and fleshly ordinances imposed until the time of reformation. Hallelujah. Verse 11, say but. I didn't hear you. Say but. Or say, but Christ came as high priest of good things to come with a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this creation not with the blood of goats and calves but with his own blood he entered into the most holy place once for all having obtained eternal redemption did you see that the previous covenant was made in a building made by human beings as a sanctuary. Even that was very powerful. But Christ came with his own body, with his own blood. He became that temple to be bruised for eternal redemption. Hallelujah. Verse 13. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of Hepha, sprinkling the unclean, sanctified for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ Jesus, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead work to serve the living God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. From the day Adam and Eve sinned, Christ, God was making provision for, for our sins redemption. From day one, I was looking for ways and means to save us from this evil. He loved, so, loved men so much that he's so mindful of us that he didn't want to destroy us. He looked for ways. And Christ's teeth were set on the edge. Jesus Christ said, so you go and die. And when you go, do not resist. Even when they are accusing you, don't speak. Hallelujah. He offered himself. God was specifically calculated. Isaiah said, who would even believe our report? How can we say God's own child has come to die? Who will believe it? The same people he came to save, they killed him. For no reason. You know all the reasons? Say he's misleading the people. How can mis misleading someone lead to his death? He's misleading his people. Therefore kill him. Hallelujah. Now watch this. The sad part in all this is that after Christ came to die, the blood that came out People have taken all this for granted. Once in a year, we all remember video we want to hear that. We only remember when we watch it. Tomorrow near Refi, we go back to our normal lives. And we forget that Christ be crabby woman. We live our normal lives. But let me tell you, God divinely orchestrated. He's killing. So that every point, blood should come out. 
every point there should be blood why did God need blood as a sacrifice as a sacrifice hallelujah and this blood no if you take it for granted it will never work for you and maybe they have taken it for granted and they don't know they are struggling in this life because they have taken the blood for granted hallelujah let's read this first john chapter 1 first john 1 let's start from verse 5 or see this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Therefore, if we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie. And we do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So one of the benefits of the blood was to what? Clean you. Hallelujah. Was to do what? It's for cleansing. So God deliberately made sure that this blood cleans you. And make sure say so that this blood will come out for your cleansing. Hallelujah. But let me tell you this. What Christ did, and I repeat, is provisional. Hallelujah. He made provision for it. So it does, you are not cleansed automatically. Okay? People think, oh, because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm automatically cleansed. No. Let me show you something. Let's read further down. That's what I can say. I'll say, if you walk in darkness and you claim you are in the light, what did he say? You are a liar. Right? Verse 8. I'll say, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Do you know people, people think say because of what Christ came to do, they have no sin. Even when they sin, they claim say they have not. Don't see yourself as you have sinned. See yourself as what Christ sees you. And what Christ came to do. It's not about what you have done, but about what Christ did, right? So pretend and think, say, I have not sinned. Hallelujah. Don't be deceived. Or see, if we say we have no sin. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Verse 9. Say, if we confess our sins. Listen. He is faithful. And just. To forgive us our sins. Did you see that? And he added something. I'll say, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And what did he use to do the cleaning? The blood. But before the blood can clean you, what did he say we should do? Confess. 
So when you sit down, you claim, say, I have not sinned. Even though when you have, oh, Christ, I'm forever saved. Even I'm sinned, oh, oh, I declare I'm righteous. The condition for you to receive forgiveness of sin is when you have acknowledged that I have sinned. Lord, forgive me. Because you will. The devil will come after you. The devil will come and tempt you. They say you willfully want to sin. But we are Adam. I say me. We are dying. But the back. Please. Go for cleansing. And cleansing only comes. When you what? Confess. Is there. So let anybody deceive you. Say oh once you have accepted Christ. And you made the first confession. Oh Lord I take you as my Lord. And my personal savior. Therefore automatically. And that's why we are not automatically also healed. And I, Whenever you become sick. You go to God Father. Let your stripes. The same goes with, with sin. Hallelujah. And the good news is this. The blood has taken care of your forgiveness. So go and clean yourself. I've never seen anybody in this world that was if it are welcome. Now say, oh, I should see myself say, and won't come. Oh, I'm still white. It's still white. Oh, and what you been come? I have to declare. Say the clothes I'm wearing is white. Was <laughs> a, a deception? Big deception. Say, oh, you Christian, you are so deep born in a session, precodia, and what she has you. And the crowd of Mekas, what she has your conscience and your spirit is completely seared. Hallelujah. You should be something you should tell you, say, ah, do you used to be your mommy? Take advantage of that. And go before him. Hallelujah. Romans 5. Verse 9. Today we're going to do a lot of scriptures. So write them down. I'll say. Verse 9. Much more than. Having now been justified by what? His blood. Ah, we shall be saved from wrath through him. You know, the blood justifies. Hey, why are you But because you've been cleansed, the blood justifies you as if you have never sinned. Wow. Is that not beautiful? Oh, see, the blood justifies. Some of you are taking notes. I'm giving you the importance. Why you shouldn't take this blood for granted? Just go and apply the blood. It will work. <laughs> Hmm? Or see, much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. It's the blood that justifies. Hallelujah. So whatever you are doing, if you want justification, go for the blood. That's why I feel sorry for the Muslims. They are in their Ramadan, right? And I like, I like them. I like their zeal. They are very zealous, like, like, like the people of Israel, the Jews. Some of them, uh, they believe in Judaism to the point that they don't even believe in Jesus Christ. They are still waiting for Jesus to come. And when I go to Amorokajan, when I was coming to church, I saw they are posted there, 
God created us for them. They believe in God. But Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. You can't claim I can serve God without Christ. It's impossible because Christ came to die. That's what the Muslims and you get it. And you walk with you, there is no blood to clean the sin you committed for you because Christ came to do it and you have rejected it. I feel sorry for them with all their zeal. They can't be partakers of the kingdom of God. And that's the saddest thing. So now you will preach, you will preach, you go into the Muslims and preach, and preach to them. They have a zeal. They are very zealous for God. But they don't have the ability for cleansing. Alright? So, the blood justifies us. Hallelujah. And the blood, that's what? It also sanctifies us. Hey, sanctification can only come through the blood. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 verse 12. was specifically trying to create something for all of us. Divinely. Verse 12. Or see, that at the time you were without Christ, being aliens like the Muslims from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by what? The blood of Christ. So it's the blood that brought us near to God. Wow. Hallelujah. That's why all those who worship outside Christ I feel for them. Let's preach to them. I'm not against them. I love Muslims. I'm not against them one bit. And many of them, when I pray for them for healing, instantly they receive their healing. Because God wants to give them a sign that, hey, Jesus Christ is still the way. Hallelujah. I said, the blood brought us closer to God. So the benefits that you can get from this is that all of us here in Africa for damp idols, nana yesum, nana even up to now, I've acquired it. I'm not graduating into a baye. Bayeism. Okay? Doing all these things. So we were far from God. Through this blood, we have come near. Tell us, see, if you draw near to me, I'll also do what? Drawn near to you. Hallelujah. And let me tell you another thing. The blood gave us boldness. Anna. Boldness. Hebrews 10. Verse 19 to 23. I'll say. Therefore brethren. Having boldness to enter the holiest. By the blood of Jesus. Who? No one Jesus died. The veil. That was separating the holy place and the holies of holies were torn into pieces. Giving each and every one the boldness to enter into the holy place. How did that happen? The blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation 12 verse 1. 
Revelation 12, 1. Everybody knows this, right? Verse 11, sorry. I see, and they overcame him. Ha <laughs> ha! By the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. The blood makes you an overcomer. The blood makes you an overcomer. Hey, and now you see a celebrity. Don't just come and wear and wear your. It's good to wear black. You see, but rejoice that he died. Because the blood that came out of his body has given us boldness, has given us cleansing. Has given us sanctification, has given us forgiveness of our sins, has made us overcomers. That's why the apostles were not afraid to die. Or see, they counted not their lives to death. That was their testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But ask yourself, why should Jesus die? And they die is who And they say, why should he die? Why? Why should that be a must that he dies? Okay, let me answer this by Hebrews chapter 9. Please. Hebrews 9, let's start from verse 16. Or see, for where there is a testament, there must also of necessity by the death of the testator. For a testament is enforced after men are dead. Since it has no power at all, while the testator, the testator lives. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet wool, hyssop, sprinkled both the book itself and all the people saying, this is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. So the Old Testament, the Old Covenant was with blood. The New Covenant was also with what? Blood. But not just blood. The person sacrificed the blood on the body. The person must die before the blood can be active. So well, Ngua, oh Papa, yeah, well, but so well, Ngua, it will never be enforced. It will probably your Papa to be a bit mama, but Ngua, you can brag about it. Oh, my father has given me this and that. You may even know it. I remember my father told me, if I let you know what is in my will, I you kill me. <laughs> so I'll never let you know. <laughs> uh, you kill me. And it's true. So the more wound man I'll say can benefit, you know. Yeah. I'll say the can say well. A secret. Nobody should know. Hallelujah. Now you see why Christ has to die. So we're more again and can see I will not mislead you again. I will stop preaching. I will not do this work. 
Kobetina say we free kin kuno. Can the blood na nya juma mai. Hallelujah. So Christ must die. And today we are here to celebrate the death. Aye aye ni we nya yia we are near kodi aduane na yasa no bi. We are we are thanking him for the good things he did. For even sacrifice, not counting himself. Hmm? To even die. He offered himself. When Peter was telling him, don't go and die, I was like, you get thee behind me, Satan. Hey! And he willingly gave himself up. Can I ask you a question? Are you also willing to give yourself up for him? Hmm? After all the good things he's done, and ima wa ya mawi, eti a pan also de mano. But can you also do the same? Because don't just come and listen. Say yes, to be wuye. Obe wu ma ose also be bibio. Ana obe wu ma ose also be ring. Okay, I'm going Romans twelve. Maybe I can help you with that. Anybody there? Let's start from verse one. My thing is not open. Romans 12 verse 1 I'll say I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to God which is your reasonable service now you see the service that you will render to God that will please him for what you, he did for you is to offer your body. Anyone, I don't know. Offer it. Also, sacrifice it. Sacrifice everything. Or see, do not even be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Right? Because sacrificing your body means dissociating yourself from the world. And that is the most difficult thing for anyone to do. It's a yes who was able to stand all the pain. Hmm? All the pain. Some of you have been in pain before. Obi we proud day. We proud that. And see how painful things are. And Obi the whole of his body, from the stomach to the cheek to the night, everywhere in the teeth. Ah, but that's a senior so we become we are sacrificing our friends and peer. Not the warning thing. A day. Open son of Mama Commando and first a bon, you know. Hallelujah. Oh no, he gave this up. What are he asking you to do? Even Paul, no Patro will say, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to him. How many of us are willing to do this? 
And this is the most difficult part in our Christian walk. Hallelujah. As you do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. This is where many people are confusing us. See, instead of teaching you, say, offer your body, no. They say your body has already been offered. Yes. Your body has already been offered. All you need to do is renew your mind with the word of God. It's not the truth, though. Or say, do not be conformed with this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I can say, Ajin Sachra. Who read it in a friend of them? So he's referring to repentance. Hallelujah. Repentance. The only way is that you are a drunkard. Now you have come into Christ. Father, I can't stop this. Help me. Cleanse me. I'm sorry I did this. You have been cleansed. But when they tell you conform to the world, you have already been cleansed. Then you do whatever you want to do. Anna. Hallelujah. So let's be very careful. The blood came that we also should offer a certain service to God. And that service is our bodies. And it's difficult. We can't say it's easy. That's why the Holy Spirit is here to help us. There are some things you cannot stop. It's difficult to stop. You can only take the Holy Spirit to help you. Because, okay, I'm forever saved. Yeah. And that's why many are teaching this church. We don't believe in one day forever saved. And I'll preach on this continuously because it doesn't work like that. If you are forever saved, then you don't need to confess your sins. And uh, if you don't confess your sins because your sins is already cleansed. So don't confess because Christ has already done it. It's a lie. Hallelujah. It's a lie. Because sometimes, you know, that's why the charismatic is full of sinful people. Yes.